It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The Twins are about to welcome the Kansas City Royals to Target Field. That's the 6-19 and 19 Royals, which means the Twins should take care of business. But as we saw in the National Series, that's not always true. This is the first of 13 straight games against teams who are either 500 or worse right now, including 10 in a row against the AL Central, leading up to the Road Dodgers Series starting May 15th. What do we expect from this series? Where do the Twins stand on the injury front? Can they put the pedal to the metal with opportunity rising? All this and more on today's Locked On Twins. So sit back, buckle up, and get comfortable because Locked On Twins starts now. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, hey, what do you say? It is Locked On Twins, your first listen each day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. And of course, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team. Every day, as a reminder, please feel free to be active in the comments. I'm going to do my best to hang out in there, chat with you, answer your questions, and give you some of my ideas that don't maybe show up on the show. Secondly, if you have questions you'd like answered on the show in the bullpen segment, please feel free to send them to me on Twitter at Brandon underscore W-A-R-N-E or at Locked On Twins. And finally, don't miss the breathless pre- and post-game minutes. The pre-game will break down the lineup, maybe a sneak peek at the starting pitcher, and the post will have breathless coverage of your Minnesota Twins, hopefully winning more often than not. But, um, yeah, we're having a lot of fun with those, so uh, make sure to be ready for them. They're a minute or less, so they won't take up very much of your time. The Twins play the Royals at 6.40 p.m. on Thursday. It is Tyler Malley against Zach Greinke. Greinke is the epitome of a crafty righty, if such a thing exists. He's been around for a very long time, so we'll see if the Twins take good at-bats against him. But you can catch every pitch of the Twins' hometown broadcast with Corey and Danny on Sirius XM on the SXM app. Just make sure you search Twins on your app, and you should be able to find them pretty easily. Now let's just dive right in. The basically story of the day or the last 24 hours is Kenta Maeda 
basically having a carbon copy of his start on 420 against the Red Sox. Instead of going two innings and leaving with an injury, he goes three and leaves with an injury. Um, both, well, for a moment, diving after a bunt and coming up a little bit lame, but also an elbow issue that chased him from the game after three plus. And it seems almost a certainty he'll go on the injured list. And we'll see who comes up and makes the start. Uh, the conventional opinion, and I think it's probably true, is Bailey Ober. But based on exact lineup of starting pitching, Louis Varlin started yesterday for St. Paul. He's been looking really good down there. He's very high on AAA stuff plus leaderboard. So basically, his stuff is looking absolutely fantastic. So we'll see. But uh, he could be a fill-in. Now, as far as Kenta is concerned, I'm getting very um, 2018 Urban Santana vibes. Remember, Urban Santana had a debridement procedure in one of his fingers that year and basically pitched very sparingly. Uh, I think he had like an eight-something ERA. Maeda's at nine right now. So, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's starting to feel possibly like that. Um, probably going to be out at least a month if they're going to ease off. Uh, because once a guy is on the injured list, a starting pitcher, it's awfully hard to come back in less than a month with the ramp-up time. So for the meantime, we'll see either Bailey Ober or maybe Louis Varland in the rotation. I think the consensus is Bailey Ober, but I, I don't want to sleep on the potential that um, that it could be Varland. As far as a role for when Maeda comes back, because people are talking about that quite a bit, I, I'm not entirely sure. Because it's not really fair to expect a 35-year-old to come back and work a sporadic reliever role. Uh, it's kind of like Chris Archer last year where his stuff might have played up in the bullpen, but he was coming off a pretty serious arm injury. Now thoracic outlet is different than an elbow issue and Tommy John. But the Twins have always, under this regime, showed an abundance of caution. So, so we'll see. If he can help in relief, if he can go back to starting, we'll see. Um, but it's probably not going to be too much of a pressing issue in the near term. I don't know what they're going to do with that roster spot in the meantime. Since Maeda started yesterday, it would probably make sense to bring up a reliever. And um, on the positive side, Cole Sands worked an inning and two-thirds yesterday, so only Louis Varland and Cole Sands um, worked. So the bullpen should be fairly well-rested if the Twins want to dip down there. We'll see if Josh Winder is ready. He's been on a rehab for quite some time. Uh, as far as others on the 40-man roster, I'm kind of scrolling through here. Sands, Richardson, or Woods Richardson, or Winder. Um, if Winder's ready, I think he could be the call, and I think he could be an asset out of this bullpen. But we'll see. I, it depends on if the Twins feel it's a pressing need to go get another pitcher which to me would make a lot of sense. Uh, they could also go the position player route if they felt that was necessary for the next few days. Um, you know, the the cupboard there is is kind of bare unless you really want to bring Alex Kirilov off his rehab, which doesn't seem all that likely. Uh, Matt Walner could be an option. Kyle Garlick could be an option. Although uh, the Twins are not slated to face a lefty anytime soon. In fact, I'm looking at the schedule and I don't see a single lefty in the next 10 days. So honestly, I don't think it'll be garlic, but uh, we'll see. I think it's more likely to be a reliever if they go that route. 
Um, you know, beyond that, let's talk about <laughs> first. I want to joke about the Kent Maeda Byron Buxton feud that everyone is making fun of because uh Buxton hasn't played a single game that Maeda has started, so people are kind of joking that there's a feud, but I think it maybe came from a certain account who was being serious about it. A certain account named after a former Twins right fielder that I bet probably 5% of the listening audience would remember. But anyway, um, I just think that's funny that someone thought a, a player feud between two mild-mannered players would uh, would result in a player refusing to play while that pitcher pitched, especially since he's the DH. Uh, let's talk about who's hot and who's not over the last seven days. The team's offense, we may or may not have noticed, has hit 247, 322, 468 over the last seven days. That's a 790 OPS, which ranks sixth in MLB. Um, Jorge Polanco, Joey Gallo, Byron Buxton, all with OPSs over 1,000. Jose Miranda at 953. And surprisingly, Willie Castro at 875. Bullpen uh, trio, almost almost a duo, uh, Juan Duran, Caleb Thielbar, and Jorge Lopez are unscored upon over the last seven days, and Sonny Gray just keeps on trucking along with the lowest ERA among qualifiers in all MLB. Now, with that said, the, the Twins are three and four over that span, which I would consider a quasi-cold streak, just because losing to the Nationals in the manner they did, um, just it still kind of left a sore uh, sour taste in my mouth, although taking care of business against the Yankees certainly helps. But on offense, uh, Vasquez has a 259 OPS over the last week, Solano 536, and of course, Carlos Correa, I think we can all see struggling at 539. Now, unclear if Correa is feeling some ill effects from his back or how he's feeling in general, but I assume he'll get the stick going here in relatively short fashion. Starting pitchers ERA over the last seven days, 4.89, which seems unsightly, but the Kenta Maeda blowup of uh, 10 earned runs over three-plus innings pushed them from 2.53, so it almost doubled their ERA. Uh, worse yet, the bullpen, uh, 6.6, 6.67 ERA, which is 27th among 30 ball clubs. Um, big reason there uh, is Emilio Pagan eating that loss against the Red Sox on uh, the 20th, which is the beginning of the seven-day seven stretch. Um, otherwise, you know, they've been so-so. They've been pretty good. But that's uh, that's it for Hot or Not. We'll wrap up this section, uh, segment one, called The Opener, um, with a little chat about Byron Buxton because people still seem to be disenchanted about how often he is or isn't playing to this point. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's played 21 out of a potential 25 games and ha or started. He's played in 22 of 25. Did a little math there, and it's somewhere in the, the vicinity of 130 to 140 games played. So I think that's probably not that problematic. But fans still seem to think he should be playing every single day as a DH, which to me doesn't make that much sense. Um, and those four games he sat out is again, <laughs> part of that quote unquote, Maeda feud. Um, let's talk about Alex Kirilov too. Everybody seems very eager for him to be up. He has, uh, he's played back-to-back -back days only twice so far in his minor league stint, as we've talked, uh, once at St. Paul and once at Fort Myers. So I, 
I don't know that he's particularly close to coming back. He, he seems healthy. He seems like he's really mauling the ball, but I'm just not sure the twins are ready for him to come back. Let's, let's do this. Let's talk about eBay motors, relatively new sponsor uh, for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, make sure you head on over to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or you get your money back. Because just just like in sports... Confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. New game day shirt, boom, cash back. Food for the tailgate, boom, cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, so for segment two, we're going to call this the bullpen. So we're we're going to have some fun with this, and hopefully we can make it a part of the daily routine. Hopefully we can be a part of your routine as well. Thanks for making Locked on Twins your first listen every day. Uh, if you're an everydayer, make sure to check back tomorrow or even maybe later today. We're still working on a potential crossover episode with Ryland Styles of the Royals. But if not, we will be back tomorrow to break down how the Twins fare against Zach Greinke this evening and get a look at the rest of the series. Again, the Twins do play the Royals on uh, Thursday night. That's tonight, 6.40 p.m. We'll see if the Twins can attack crafty righty Zach Greinke, who they're seeing for the second time this season. Tyler Malley gets the ball for the Twins. And you can catch every pitch of the hometown Twins broadcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just make sure you check or search for twins. Now, the bullpen segment, we're more often than not going to hear from fans. And I asked after yesterday's game how twins fans were feeling about, um, you know, just kind of where the twins are at as far as, um, you know, temp check and uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm just pulling up here the uh, the questions from, from Twitter. Uh, people asking if this is a must-win series, including a must-win game against the Royals tonight. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with that bit on Twitter and probably going to bleed onto here. But um, we're calling every game a must-game just because it uh, it seems to be how a lot of people view um, each game. And I, I have to issue a correction. Louis Varlin started today. I got confused because... Um, the Twins started at 10 a.m. our time because they're out in Rochester playing the former Twins affiliate. So, no, we are not lined up for Louis Varland. We're lined up for Bailey Ober. That was a mistake. Cole Sands still working in relief. But Twins should be in a good position to add a pitcher if that 
needs to be the case. Um, anyway, on to the questions. Uh, Joey Gallo's bodyguard. <laughs> what a great name. I don't think Joey, Joey Gallo needs a bodyguard, but he asks, how do you think Maeda should be used moving forward? A possible IL stint on the uh, horizon? And um, yes, yes, I think there is a possible IL stint, um, probably a guaranteed one, and probably a substantial absence. Hopefully he can come back, you know, in relatively soon fashion. But I, I'm not hopeful because, you know, they they didn't bring him back last year and probably so they could prevent something like this happening. Um at this point, it's hard to say, but that's now uh, three different injuries in game or in game issues. He did the fatigue first time out, and uh, then uh, tripping and falling on that bunt, and now the elbow um, again acting up. Although it seems like it's on the outside instead of the inside of the elbow, based on Rocco's comments yesterday. So an IL stint pretty much guaranteed, and when he comes back again, it's it's unclear if he's durable enough to work in a relief role at this point. So um, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll see, but I my suspicion is he's going to need a while to come back, and in the meantime, something or other will happen that his role will become pretty clearly defined because the more we get convinced that the Twins are going to have to find a fit for somebody, um, the roster finds a way. John Lano wants to know if this is the most handsome roster the Twins have ever assembled. I mean, Joey Gallo probably is helping the Twins in that respect. But also, too, I mean, don't sleep on the Trevor Plouffe and Brian Dozier twins because um, back in, you know, 2014, 2015, that, those were some pretty handsome teams, too. So <laughs> um, thanks, good friend John Lano, for the question. And also, too, he's trying to help me through some issues to make sure that this uh, this podcast this microphone everything is working as good as possible because we've had some people say the audio is a little bit off so um again thanks to our friend john um heather x rxg on twitter wants to know the most realistic outcome of the upcoming royal series because on paper it should be a sweep but that's all we thought about with the nationals or that's what we all thought about the nationals um i'm gonna say three and four Three of four. Uh, I'm not sure which one I think the Twins will lose because I don't really hate any of the pitching matchups. Um, Brady Singer's kind of a baby-faced assassin, although he's been pretty bad this year. Um, he's starting the fourth game. I feel like he could shut the Twins down. I feel like that's when the Twins are kind of set up for a letdown game. Um, it just you know, kind of seems to be the thing for the Twins um that there's a, a letdown game it's also an afternoon game saturday and sunday both afternoon in fact friday um an afternoon game as well so who knows if there's going to be a letdown game though i feel like it's usually the last game of a series but the twins are pretty well lined up pitching wise and we'll talk about that in the final segment we're calling that the seventh inning stretch um, let's get, a, let's get to a few more of these uh, our good friend josiah wants to know can we laugh at the white Sox for a minute I don't want to stomp a team when they're down. But with that said, um, you know, I took more grief from Guardians fans this offseason and lead up to the regular season by saying I thought the Twins could compete this year. But White Sox fans, you know, they were all up in my mentions too saying they didn't think the Twins had any pitching. They didn't think the Twins were going to be able to hang in this division, which right now seems to be uh, as – 
the kids say a poverty division division or mid um gosh i feel old when i say things like that but uh twins right there and doing it because of their pitching so probably despite those people and the white Sox have just been dreadful um not getting much from lance lynn uh you know dylan cease has been dylan cease but they're just not as deep as i think they believed um Oscar Colas has taken a big step down in, in recent weeks. Uh, the offense just is not getting any semblance of consistency. I'm not going to laugh at the White Sox, but um, I don't feel as much remorse, I think, as a lot of fans might as well. All right, a couple more here. Um, Eric Wall says must, must win game tonight. I, I agree. Again, remember, that's the bit. Um Josh, who is the Byron Buxton maniac, I believe it says. Oh, no, Byron Buxton MVP season is here. He says, we never really gave up even when down a bunch, and that shows how much fight this team has. Also, Twins should extend Joey Gallo because he's good at the baseball. Um, I'm not ready to go that far yet, just because, I mean, a guy like Gallo can have stretches like this. But if he can hit 230, 240, with his versatility, with uh, you know his defensive value at a couple different positions, not not only versatility in the sense that he can stand there, but also play there defensively with um, pretty good results. Uh, if he hits two thirty, he's going to launch forty homers. So, you know, I don't know if that's an MVP candidate because it's awfully hard to be voted for an MVP, even in this day and age with sabermetrics um, as wide widespread as they are. I'm just not sure he's going to get MVP votes, but he could be a four-win player. Um, and in that instance, I think there would be mutual interest. Joey Gallo has been through the ringer. I think his Texas time was perfectly fine. Um, but, you know, the Yankees situation was toxic. The Dodgers situation, uh, I think, was okay or pretty good but he couldn't really turn it around there. So I do think it would be hasty to think that the twins have made him into something that he hasn't been to this point in his career as he um, gets closer to the magical age 30 mark. Or he, I don't know, he may be even over 30. I, I didn't look at that here. Uh, we'll pull it up because I want to, I just want to know. Um, Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo, 29. Yeah. So as I suspected, 29, um, it could be a danger zone to extend a guy who's almost 30. So I like Joey Gallo. I like where he's at, but I also think the twins, especially this front office group, they're kind of the, we can fix him twins in air quotes. If you're not watching on YouTube, um, they'll just find their next project. Um, may if Gallo has a nice season, hit him with a qualifying offer. Uh, but I, I don't know right now I'm leaning about, 60-40 against uh, they won't extend him. But again, we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm not against it. Uh, Jacob Tobin says he made a pre-April April prediction and had them 14 and 11 through 25 games, 17 and 12 overall. So um, if they take three or four from the Royals, he's going to be dead on. Uh, great job, Jacob. And hopefully... Hopefully that's the case, uh, but he did say that yesterday's game was kind of a stinker. Now, before we move into the seventh inning stretch and wrap this one up, we need to talk about BetterHelp, and this show is sponsored, well, brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, 
you know, I, I've done different aspects of therapy. Uh, I found a really good fit for me right now. And BetterHelp just wants to do the same for you. If you need someone to talk to, there's no weakness in needing some help and admitting that. Um, you know, so I, I benefited from it. I, I was thinking it would only be words. It would only be getting things off my chest. And I didn't see the value in it until I was talked into it by my wife. And it's changed my life. It really has. Uh, it's made my relationships better. It's made my day-to-day -day everything better. So I can't recommend it enough if you need somebody to talk to. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. Uh, it's entirely online. It's supposed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule whenever you need it. You just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a therapist in short order, and you can switch therapists at any time, no added charge. Um, I know that you can text with them. You can meet them pretty routinely. Uh, it's it's a great service, and I, I can't recommend it enough based on everything I've heard about it. Uh, so discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnMLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnMLB. All right. So we're coming down the home stretch, seventh inning stretch. Again, to remind you, Twins play the Royals 640 this evening. Got those um, earlier starts on weekdays, which I've enjoyed, by the way. Um, I've enjoyed the speed of games, but I've also enjoyed a little earlier side. Um, that's the media type in me where uh, I like the idea of getting home at a reasonable hour or recording a podcast at a reasonable hour or whatever. Um the West Coast games obviously are going to be a challenge for an old person like me, but we'll see. Um, Tyler Malley against Zach Greinke. We'll see if Malley can regain his mojo. Greinke is um, veteran, crafty, righty. So, so we'll see how it goes. But if you want to catch every pitch of this one with Corey and Danny, get the Hometown Twins broadcast on SiriusXM on the SXM app. All you got to do is search the word twins. So... Um, we may be, we're, we're in the works and trying to figure out a crossover episode with Ryland Styles on, uh, from Locked On Royals. Hopefully we can get that in today. So a rarely seen two episode day. Um, we love our, <laughs> we love our comrades, our Locked On comrades, uh, for the rest of the division. We may try to do some more crossovers as we go. Uh, as noted, it's Mally Granke this evening and then the afternoon games for the rest of the series, it's. Pablo Lopez against Jordan Lyles, Sonny Gray against Brad Keller, and Joe Ryan against Brady Singer in the finale. Um, twins need to avoid a Nationals-level collapse. And the reason I say it in that regard is because I felt like they just gave away, I want to say it was the second game where the Nationals felt uh, dead on arrival the whole time and then kind of picked it up the rest of the way and, and eked out a one-run win. Um, this Royals team's pitching is to put it delicately bad real bad and again this team is six and 19 so there's not a lot of redeeming characteristics for a team that is eight games out before the end of april right uh 5.29 era that's uh 28th in mlb only two teams worse both from the al oakland is the worst to the surprise of i'm sure nobody but the white Sox are 29th which is uh is quite hard to believe Starters a little better than the relievers, uh, 475 ERA from the starters, 610 from relievers, which is 29th. Uh, starters are 21st, and a 778 OPS against. So pretty healthy OPS. 
I think a 778 as like a real good, you know, like number six hitter. So yeah, it's um, it hasn't been pretty pitching wise. And it's, I was going to say it hasn't been much better offensively, but it's actually worse, believe it or not. Uh, 618 OPS, which is 29th, 3.28 runs per game, which is 28th, an MLB worst 275 on base percentage, excuse me, <laughs> and uh, they're 28th in batting average at 219. So this offense is not going to make anybody forget about the <laughs> the uh, 1927 Yankees. It probably won't make anybody forget about the early 90s Yankees. And if we just look up and down this lineup, it's um, it's it's rough. You've got a few guys off to slow starts that you may not have expected. Um, Michael Massey, I think a lot of people had hopes for him. I saw him in a lot of fantasy drafts I was in going pretty high. He's hitting a buck 79. He has an OBP lower than his uh, average, which means um, a sack fly or a uh, sack fly in there somewhere. Actually, two. Um, he's got a 368 OPS, 25 strikeouts, and no walks. Uh, just absolutely dreadful. Hunter Dozier, 482 OPS. Kyler Isbel, Kyle, excuse me, Isbell, 547. Fran Mil Reyes, 596. Nikki Lopez, 608. MJ Melendez, 634. Uh, Salvador Perez, even at 681 with two home runs to this point, almost 100 plate appearances. I really think you have to have uh, hoped for more there. Really, the guys to watch out for, you're going to have Bobby Witt Jr. up top. He's swiped five bags, has four homers, 740 OPS. Um, not a lot of walks. So he's, he's not getting on base that much, which is a tough, tough task to carry the top of an order. Um, Matt Duffy in, in sparing playing time has been pretty good. Um, beyond that, Vinny Pasquantino has been a monster. Um, 284, 376, 500 triple slash. Nearly as many walks, 12 as strikeouts, 14. Um, so basically it's Vinny and Bobby Witt on a regular basis that the Twins have to worry about um, roughing them up. So look for uh, us to hang out with Ryland Styles. Still working through some logistics to get that thing recorded today. Uh, in the meantime, that's that's what we got for you. Uh, this is a wrap. So thanks for hanging out. Make sure you follow at Locked On Twins, at Locked On Minnesota, M-I-N, and of course at underscore Brandon underscore Warren. As you can see on the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube. Again, thanks for making us on Locked On Twins your first listen every day. Check back tomorrow if you are an everydayer, and we will have a breakdown of what we hope is a win, Mally versus Grenke, and a look forward at the rest of the series. Subscribe, like on YouTube, give us a five-star review. If you like the show, tell your friends. If you don't like the show, tell me. We did have somebody reach out about audio issues, so I'm kind of working on staying closer to the microphone here. But, um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I don't want this to be a show that is undermined by poor production values. So, yeah, this is Brandon Warren signing off saying thank you so much for checking out Locked on Twins. And don't forget to stop by tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.